Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we help you take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, I have with me Adam Walton. Um, he is a mental health expert, um, coach extraordinaire. But Adam, we met through, I believe it was in Zach Babcock's group. Is that correct? Uh, he's a mutual friend. I'm not sure if I'm in the group, but I often uh, run my mouth on things that he posts. I like the guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you posted on a post that he posted. And we kind of made a connection there. Um, but for my audience who doesn't know you, give us a little bit of your background and kind of what you do. Oh, man, uh, that's a loaded question, brother. Um, <laughs> it, you know, it, it started from uh, the desire to break free from needing to worry about where my money was coming from, paying my bills, this, that, and the other thing. I was a sales coach for a long time. Prior to that, I was a salesman. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and prior to that, um, you know, my whole life, I've been a hustler, as it were. So, uh, you know, what did, what did I, who am I? What am I doing now? Uh, pretty much just helping people the best I can uh, create the world that they want to live in. So there's a million things out there that we can do. And there's a million things out there that will stop us from doing it. Um, ideologies, mentalities, personalities, uh, all these things are, uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. We've been lied to. And, and, and that's primarily what I do is I remove the lies and allow us to see uh, where we need to go next. Gotcha. So when you say like you remove the lies, are you talking about like childhood programming or blocks and stuff or more media stuff or all of the above? It's all of it, man. It's all of it. I think the, the, the idea behind um, just where we come from, what we listen to, what we do, uh, the illusion of media, the illusion of, of, of that we need to have these certain things. I mean, if you think about, if you think about the, uh, the world as it's delivered, you need to go to school, you need to get a job, you need to get a wife, you need to get a white picket fence, you need to have a fancy car, you need to impress people. Uh, that's bullshit. And you have to go into massive debt to get there. And um, you have to live through fear and scarcity to accomplish these things. Um, and all the while, we're led to believe that 150000 200000 is a lot of money. Uh, and if you believe that's a lot of money, you're going to live your life not being able to earn it because you can't spend it. Um, you're going to live your life living in, in limitation. Mm -hmm. So it comes down to everything. It's all the shit that your parents were taught. It's everything that you were taught from your parents. It's everything your grandparents taught your parents. It's everything you've ever seen on television. It's right down to the, the subtle nuances of the movies and the media that you watch. Um, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the show right now, if you are a movie buff, uh, there's something that you've probably never paid attention to. And it's a black and white checkered floor. Now that I've mentioned it, now that you're hearing it, you're going to see it in every single movie. Every movie that has a message, a hidden message, a dual meaning movie, the movie for two people, for us and for them. Now that makes me, that could make me sound crazy, but if your audience knows who I am or if anyone does any research on me, um, the idea that I've spent countless hours, days of my life uh, looking this up and, and hunting this stuff down, um, I have, I don't, I don't necessarily want to say I've, I can prove all this stuff to you, but I can certainly say that if you've started asking questions about why you feel limited, um, there are answers. No matter mm -hmm. where you look, 
you can find answers for that, for, for those questions. You just have to feel it. You have to know that something's up immediately or right at the gate or, or not because ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like, and I looked at your webpage a bit, like you referenced the movie on your webpage, the matrix and everything. And I think as I've gotten older, the thoughts of what my parents taught me or my church or my family, now I've gotten to the stage where I start to challenge them and all. Um, but you did pique my interest. So what are you talking about with the checkered floor? Because you mentioned the checkered floor in movies. Okay. So the black and white checkered floor is a uh, elite symbol. And when the elites are talking to the elites, in other words, the other generation of people that aren't us, we are the observers. They are the, the, the creators. They are not the creators, but they are the, 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 uh, the game players. It's not good or bad. It's not anything. I, I'm not here to say, you know, we're all being overrun with this, that, and the other thing. I am saying that we've been lied to about everything. And the root of anxiety and depression comes from the lies. Your essence, your soul, your personality uh, going um, toe-to-toe with the lie, the story that, you, that you've been given. Okay. So how do you break out of that? I guess that would be kind of more of a, a thought process there. So, I mean, you're getting bombarded with media. You're getting bombarded with family traditions, ideas, different things. What would be like for a listener of mine, or like you even mentioned, you know, 150K, 200K, they look at that as like being the end all be all, but in reality, it's limiting them. How do you start to get out of that? Um, you just have to ask, you have to ask yourself, is there any difference between a thousand dollars, $10? Is there any difference between a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, just a couple extra zeros. Yep. Right. Um, it's a mentality. If you're afraid to ask, you're afraid you won't be able to receive. If you limit yourself by saying that's a lot of money. There's a story that I read and somebody, one of your listeners may know this for whatever reason it's drawing. I'm drawing a blank as to where I picked this story up, but there's a, there's a young salesman. Uh, in the store and he's got this client and, and he's, he's running this client now and, and they, it's a men's clothing store. Stop me if you've heard this one. <laughs> no, I haven't. So, this one. so, so the, uh, the, the individual runs up, uh, you know, prior, prior to this sale, his biggest one, one, one shot sale was $700. This client that he's got right now is up to $5,000 and he rings him up, rings him out. And he's super excited to go tell his manager that he got this $5,000 sale. And the manager with disappointment looks at him and says, why? Why did you stop? Why did he stop at $5,000? Was that a lot of money to you? Is that, why did you stop selling to him? Mm-hmm. Did he stop buying or did you stop selling to him? And the man says, well, I, I guess I stopped selling to him, right? Because to him, $5,000 was a lot of money, right? But to the man buying $5,000, he probably just went to another store and spent another 10, yep. right? So it's our perceptions of all these things. And if you think that, you know, you're busting your balls, because we are, anyone that's working for 35 to 50 grand a year is busting their fucking balls. Yep. And it's the hardest money you'll ever make. But you start sampling things and you start learning about finance and you start making trades, start investing, however you want to look at it, however you want to slice it or do it. Mm-hmm. You know, once you start doing that, you can make 50 grand in a day, right? Not your first day on your first day, you can make $5 on your second day. You can make $50 on your third day. You can make $500, not quite that fast, but you get the idea. Right. Right. It's a process. It's learning the process, learning the game and not limiting yourself to 
um, you know, your pocketbook. I tell guys that I help train within my sales career as well. Don't think with your pocketbook to them, you know, 20, $30,000 might not be a big deal to you. Maybe it is, but you're not the one buying. Don't limit hmm. yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, back to, uh, back to uh, what we were talking about with regards to the elites. Um, there's a, there's a group of people, <laughs> however you want to slice it, that are making people believe that making people believe a certain thing. They're pushing a narrative and they communicate with each other. And the funny thing about this is, you know, if you can picture a black and white checkered floor, I'm sure you can, mm-hmm. right? They're not really all that common. You know, they they exist, but they're not really all that common. So why are they in 95% of the movies coming out of Hollywood and only for a split second? Is it ironic? Is it coincidental? Is there something else going on that we don't know about? And if you want to call me crazy, go right ahead. But if you want to start answering your own personal questions, you got to start looking at you know, huge pictures. And I'm not saying the floor is, is the answer. I'm just saying that Hollywood is handing out a message. You know, Hollywood's ruined itself for the same, the same reason. All the, all the narrative pushers, like, think about this. We're supposed to live our lives based on Hollywood and think that Hollywood's not a, not a narrative pusher, wherein all the stories, every single story that you've ever seen in Hollywood about love is fantastic and it's all we've ever wanted. And because we can't have that romance, that Hollywood romance, it's not the same thing. Actors always date actors. You know, you just see all these, and we, and we look up to these people. We idolize these people. You, nobody asks why. Who cares what Robert De Niro's opinion on politics is, right? Yeah. If we're, if we're constantly looking to Hollywood for our answers, we're not giving ourselves our own answers. The anxiety and the depression kick in, right? So anxiety and depression, once you get rid of that, you realize that you can literally do anything. You are not limited to your salary, to your station, to your name. You're not limited to everything that you've done. You're not limited to your lineage. You're not limited to your family. You're not limited to any of that stuff. You can open wide up. You can do whatever you want to do. It's, it's, it's simply a matter of flipping the switch inside your head. And then once you do that, you start seeing things more and more and more and applying things more and more and more. And then you start having more fun with absolutely everything. Yeah, because you create your world instead of letting them create it for you. Because it's like, if that's their propaganda machine, for lack of better words, they, you know, tell you, you should have this or the Hollywood romance, which we know is not real. Or if you don't hit A, B, and C, you're not successful, but everyone's different and unique. So yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense there. Um, People also don't look at success and failure correctly. I mean, after your biggest success in life, you know what comes next? Tuesday. Tuesday morning comes yep. next. Yes. And after your biggest failure in life, you know what comes next? Tuesday morning. Yep. You don't get to relish in anything because you got to get up and put your pants down and do it all over again. So you better be doing something that you absolutely love because why else would you do anything? Yeah. And I think most people just get so caught up in what they do day to day and just get in the habit of it that they never even challenge it. Or if they do challenge it, once they start to stick their head up a little bit, get, they get popped down by friends, family, whatever, because now you're doing more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is definitely interesting. I know when I went into my sales career and all, and just even that mindset shift, because I grew up in the Midwest and we used to do, you know, you go to the factory, you work there for 30 years, you retire, whatever. And so just making that shift to even getting into sales and now coaching and all, it's just been a different mindset and, and a shift with that there. 
Um, so you, I know you also do a bunch with like mental health and all. So once you start to get out of the, again, I'm going to use the term matrix because I like that movie, but that a lot of my viewers can probably, you know, connect with that. Once you start getting out of that, what are some things you would recommend? Like, do you have like a daily practice? Do you have certain things that you can help people get out of their day to day? Um, <laughs> uh, not that I'm stumped. But uh, I mean, it's not, it's not like a daily practice. You don't, you don't wake up and do one thing, right? You have to, you have to feel it. You have to feel that there's something more. And once you start feeling that there's something more, you start looking and you find podcasts like this one where, how do I get here? How do I get there? Right. When you're fully in the matrix, when you're fully locked into this idea, you find yourself in a position where nothing can possibly be anything other than what it already is. You think your life is everything that you're doing. Now, this is a really grouped up statement because your life is everything that you're doing. But if I told you about the pink elephants out of South Africa and, and how, how do you feel about those? And they, most people would say, well, 2% two two of the population would say, well, I'm okay with them. <laughs> but I just made them up. So 98% of the population would say, I don't know, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. right? And again, if you picture the entire world thinking about what they're allowed to think about, the media, the radio, the television, the news, all of this stuff that is outside of your physical realm, outside of your line of sight, outside of your sphere of influence, is handed to you. Everything that you hate, that you love, is handed to you. All of your ideas are handed to you. Everything that you think is yours is handed to you mentally. Mm -hmm. You are not having your own thoughts. Everything that you're wearing is because you've seen somewhere on television. Everything that you like, all of your style, all of your personal little bits of flair are things you've picked up from the media. Yes, they've created who you are, but who would you be if these weren't out there influencing you? It runs so deep that people are blown away right now that today the Cubans are in revolt because finally they've had enough after 69 years of their government putting their thumb on them and telling them some story and telling us all some other story. Mm -hmm. Cubans are in revolt now because of their, their, their oppressing government is crushing them. In Canada, they're trying to pass a bill, Bill, bill C-10 and then Bill C-36. And if they pass Bill C-36, I personally become a criminal because I'm going against what our fearless leader has to talk about. I speak against it. Therefore, I am a radical terrorist, according to Bill C-36, which is, just for fun, a $70,000 fine. Who the fuck, mind my language, puts a monetary value on terrorism? Oh, because I'm spreading thought. Think about Facebook. Think about the algorithm. Think about everything right now. You're not allowed to think. Mm -hmm. If you say anything that goes against the vaccine narrative, you get a banner, you get a pug, you get a, you get a fact checker, you get a vaccine notification on your posts. These people yep, have yep. total control over everything that we see, think, and do. And we think that we're free. And I'm not saying you have to worry about this stuff. I'm just saying you have to notice it. And when you start noticing it, you can start making changes in and within yourself to apply to yourself exactly what you need to achieve for yourself what you need. And it's absolutely fascinating. 
Yeah, no, that 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 does. It's it's making my mind go in a lot of different ways um, because, I mean, I'm in America and we think we're free. But like you said, we don't have the freedoms that we think we have. We have all the exterior influences. And. Yeah, if there like, were arbitrarily, if there were a thousand things that humans could talk about, we've been limited to three of them. We are allowed to talk about three of them and anything that you are not allowed to talk about people have deemed you a conspiracy theorist. So if you bring up any of the topics outside of the three, and granted, you can argue all you want about the three topics. There are a billion different sides to these three topics. But you step outside of those three topics. You know, society, political, what have you, all of these things, all of these taboos, you start, you start, you start talking about interdimensional travel, for example, and you're crazy, you're deemed and marked crazy. So not only are you not allowed to think for yourself, if you start to think for yourself, you're pre-programmed to think that you're crazy for thinking outside the box. Yeah, right? they want to keep you in that matrix. They want to keep you in that system. So as you talk to your audience and you tell them how you're going to earn 150K, you know, to get them from 30,000, to get anyone that's got, if you've got, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got one idea in your head that something is not a foot, something is a miss, something isn't as it's supposed to be. Then you flip the whole script on all of them because you start digging, you start learning, you start understanding and comprehending. And then your $30,000 becomes an afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the, the first day I did 30,000 a day, I was so proud of myself after making 30,000 for a year, you know, when I was yep. younger and you just jump and go and step. And then that 30,000 becomes this becomes that, you know, there are huge losses too, but you realize it's not about money. There comes a point in time where you've played the game long enough that you're like, what else can I do? What else can I see? What else can I experience? What else can I talk about? Mm-hmm. Like my next podcast, for example, is going to be on Planet X, Planet Nibiru. This is the thing that I want to talk about. I just took two weeks off and I did a bunch of research on some stuff. And I'm like, this is fantastic. And if people want to shit on that idea, by all means, go ahead. I've already had a podcast banned. Banned, pulled, removed, completely wiped off the face of the earth. Granted, I was using a shitty little program called Anchor. And they have full control over everything that you upload. So you, if you guys are starting a podcast, by all means, make sure you are your own host. <laughs> yep. That, if you're going to be controversial. No, no, you're, you're totally cool. You're totally cool. So you've, you've opened up a lot of stuff and my mind is going in a bunch of different ways. So first you said interplanetary travel. That perks my interest. I'm like a sci-fi guy. Um, you said, you mentioned the, like a couple of different planets and stuff like that. Um, do you want to give my audience a little bit of insight into that? Or, I mean, I know it's totally off what we were talking about, but. Well, yeah, you have to be able to be a free thinker. So if I can talk about all that stuff on my own podcast and, and not worry about the repercussions, because you get a lot of people talking shit. When you start pushing, ladies and gentlemen, when you start pushing against the narrative, it pushes back. I would say 60% of all of Twitter is bots. Yeah. Programmed bots having conversations with you and trying to dissuade you of certain things. This is what social media is. We think that it's completely unnefarious, but it is out to get you. <laughs> yeah, there's always an agenda. There's always a plan. And it, no yeah. matter what side you come from, there's always a side that is trying to get you to view their thing. But they're really the one the same is what I found. A hundred percent. Once you get through the, I need to be left, I need to be right. Once you get through that and you sort of sit back and go, I just need to observe. I need to do for me what is best for me. And I need to observe. I don't need to live in panic. I don't need to live in stress or fear. I just need to do what's for me. Uh, do I want to get into planet X? Not really. Uh, I'm going to save that. 
for another day um, mm-hmm. because that's a lot for, for people to bite off, you know? Yep. Uh, and I, I don't have any proof of anything. I just have theories and ideas and things that I like to prattle on about, but uh, they can certainly check that out later uh, on, 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 if they jump over to my show, uh, that'll be up there within a couple of days. I'm sure. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Sorry. My family just got home. <laughs> if you can hear the dogs in the background, I apologize. Oh. No um, no, I, I love what you're talking about though, with free thinking, especially in today's day and age, because you mentioned conspiracy theories, which was developed by the CIA back what, within the 50s or 60s to kind of try and change the narrative. They would, you'd have a different thought, so they said it was a conspiracy to make it sound bad, when in reality, it's just a different theory or idea on something. Um, but you mentioned three things you can talk about. So what are the three things you can talk about? Oh, I just said arbitrarily. If there are a thousand, we're only allowed to talk about three. Oh, I got you. I got you. I thought maybe you had just like a certain three that you were thinking. Of. No, but even within the, like one of the things that we can't talk about is politics, religion, and what was the other one? Money. Right. These are the things that as we were raised, my friend, we were raised to believe that polite company could not speak of politics, religion, or money. Yeah. Right. And those are the three, literally the most important things that you should be talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like even looking at this for this podcast and with just helping people get to the 150k area so they can breathe and start to dream you know most people i know of they don't want to talk about money they're like so afraid of it because they think it's like a scarcity when in reality it's like you said it's a made-up number like you can once you learn how to make money you can make money and keep making money that's not an issue and then politics people just trip out about because they don't want to hear anyone else's thoughts they just want to kind of do their thing we don't in religion i mean that's a whole different topic (laughs) well religion religion is just another force narrative um, you're, if you don't believe in this religion, you're crazy. If you do believe in this religion, you're crazy. It's another division tactic. It's division. Yeah. Um, politics also division. If you voted for Trump, great. If you voted for Biden, great. Right. But if you believe that Biden is the most winningest president in the history of America, you have a blood clot in your brain. Yeah. And you know, it's an interesting time to be alive because every single narrative that they've pushed on all of us literally being shattered one by one. They're coming down. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's not by anyone else's thing, you know, and, and the critical thinkers, it's like, as soon as COVID hit, I looked at this, I'm like, this is a joke, right? This is a joke. Right. And they pushed all these numbers and pushed all this stuff and people just bought into it. They bought into it hook, line and sinker. And people mm-hmm. don't even know what they're injecting into their bodies right now. And I'm not pro or anti anything. I'm just like, just fucking think. Yeah. Sorry if I'm dropping F-bombs on a show that's not an F-bomb show. I just get it. Oh, I, I get it I'll make this one explicit. I can switch that over when I release it. That's not a problem at all. Um, but you're right. Like, there's, It's so crazy that so many people would just follow the narrative as long as it's their side saying it. And in reality, like we've talked about, there's not just one side. It's the same side. It's just they're pushing you one way or the other instead of having you, you know, think for yourself, go after what you're looking to do. And then we get anxious over stuff we can't control, which is crazy. One of the biggest misconceptions as well is that this is about money, that all of this is about money, that the motivating factors on most decisions is about money. That is a massive misconception because the powers that be, those that have the black and white checkered floor, invented money. Mm -hmm. Money is our slave system, not theirs. That's why Jeff Bezos and and Elon Musk and all these ultra-rich billionaire playboys, you know, all of them, all of the super rich, if, if, if a real human was super rich, not a narrative pusher, we would do our best to end world hunger. We would do our best to, to be humanitarian. And, you know, we talk about, we talk about, you know, everyone being afraid of the alien invasion. 
And the funny thing about aliens is whether you want to believe in, like, so if you want to talk aliens for a quick second, I will. I'll, I'll, this is what I'm thinking, right? There's something called Project Bluebeam, mm-hmm. which could be the fake alien invasion. There's something called Project Fishbowl, which could be the fact that we're under a dome. There's something called Project High Jump, which could be the fact that we're inside a hollow earth or inside something else. And that's with Admiral Bird. Um, there could be Operation Paperclip slash Operation Mockingbird which could mean that everything that we've ever seen has been a forced narrative. And all of these things, ladies and gentlemen, that I've said, you can feel free to write down, back up and research because every last one of them is available. If you dig enough, don't Mm -hmm. use Google. Google wants to erase and eradicate the internet. They want to just give you one answer. The book 1984 is all about this. There's a meme going around too. That makes me laugh. It says the CIA after all these years has realized that, they were using black highlighters the whole time. <laughs> so in other words, everything that they redacted is the things that you're not allowed to talk about. Those are the conspiracy theories. You don't have any right to know this. And then we think about simple stuff like murder. It is wrong to murder. You cannot murder anyone. You go to jail a long time, spend time in jail, jail, murder. Jail is also a distraction. If you know that jails exist, you don't think that your country is a jail. Contrast. But if you decide that if, you're, if your government decides that you murdered somebody, you're going to jail. If your government decides that you need to murder somebody, you go to war. So right and wrong, as per the government, is not something you want to follow. Back in Hitler, Germany, it was illegal to save the Jews. It was illegal to hide them. Right? So mm-hmm. legality and morality are two different things. Right. And we're coming to a divide right now where they want you to fight. They want you to rat on your neighbors for wearing a mask. The mask is a divide. The vaccine is a divide. I don't care if you're vaxxed or not vaxxed. But if you attack anybody that holds a different view than you, then you are doing exactly what they want you to do. Mm -hmm. How are you supposed to build wealth and how are you supposed to create happiness in and of yourself if you're focused on what other people are doing? Stay away from that shit. Focus on you. Focus on your goals. Focus on being better today than you were yesterday. You can't fail. You can't fail because success is an inevitability. It is a result of dedication and hard work. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree hundred percent. I think it's just, we get caught up or people will get caught up in that narrative, which the government likes because if they have their happy little workers and they're people that go and do their thing, then they're happy, they're good. And then they give them the crumbs. Whereas if you actually focused on what you're able to do and who you can help. And like you said, humanitarian, like help with world hunger, help with things that, you know, you have a a feeling toward, you know, that takes you away from what you're supposed to do so that they can keep being in control. So it's kind of just that whole game they keep doing. Yeah. It's, it's, we're, we're in the middle of a game. We are, we're in the middle of a rat race. We're in the middle. You guys want to look up something else. That's interesting. Check it. Take a look at harp H A A R P. Take a look at D E W's. Take a look at a few things and just be like, well, this is interesting. This is interesting. And any one of them by themselves is, is a conspiracy. But when you put them all together, you can see certain things. So our own arrogance and ignorance is what rules the day most times. And every single one of our thoughts right now, every single one of them, every single one of our beliefs is a limiting belief. It is preventing us from looking further into any one given topic. So all of our beliefs, everything you harbor and everything you hold dear, everything that got you to where you are right now is preventing you from getting even further. So limiting belief. So how do you, again, because I know a lot of my audiences, maybe they haven't even tapped into this aspect of life yet, but 
overcoming limiting beliefs? Do you have any like suggestions on helping get past that or just, you just have to go and do it or. I think it's unique to each belief, but I'll tell you this. Absolutely. Everything you've ever been told in your entire life is a lie. And when you understand that and comprehend that, and that's a huge pill to swallow, if not the biggest one, it's actually a suppository. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, once you get that though, everything else opens up. Everything else becomes very clear. Inch by inch, but there's a shatter. There's a break. <laughs> Don't forget me wrong. There's a break. The, 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 the division, you know, understanding that you've been lied to about everything doesn't come overnight. That takes time. And you think you're going crazy. But there are people out there that can help you through it. They can walk you through it. You can follow certain Instagram accounts. You can, you know, do certain stuff. You can sort of check into any sort of spirituality. You can check into any sort of ascension, fifth dimensional stuff, and see that you're not alone. Um, I know that you're primarily a financial podcast right now, helping people get there. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the biggest problems with financial podcasts is they talk about money. And if you focus on money, you'll never have money. If you focus on contributing, doing a good job, following your passion, money is an inevitable result. And then you understand the algorithms. You understand how things work. You understand a few things more and more and more. And then you start building, right? But it is almost impossible to build anything when your mentality is trading dollars for hours. Right. That'll break you every single time because you then have dictated and delivered your own personal value. My value is $50 an hour. But a question that a lot of people can't answer, right? whatever somebody's value is, my value is a little bit more than that. <laughs> it's uh, And it's funny when you start thinking about it because the programs that I sell are 25K. Mm -hmm. So on average, my hour is worth $450. But I don't look at it that way. You can't look at it that way, right? Because that'll limit you, right? Because sometimes I'll work with a client one-on-one -on -one for an hour, but I'll also put eight hours a week into their project. Right. And it's their project, but it's my passion. So when I get to help build somebody or help somebody build something or help somebody who's going to help other people, it's the expanse is next level. So you have to be in love with what you're doing. And the only way to find out what you're in love with is to let go of all the bullshit that's currently anchoring you to, to more bullshit. Mm -hmm. There is a beautiful story called Plato's Allegory, Plato's Cave. Um, that is something that I'm going to let your audience just look up. I'm okay. going to leave it at I'm going to, I'm going to leave it at that Plato's cave, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look at that. No, and, and it makes sense because one of the reasons why I started this podcast and the people I've been bringing on, we do talk about money, but we talk about passion. We talk about mindset, about becoming the real you, finding what you really want to do, who you can help because money is a tool. I mean, once yep. you figure out how to make money, that's great. It's a tool, but it's not going to satisfy you. You talked about, you know, hitting your goals or like you have that big sale on the next day. Well, it's the next day again. What are you going to do? What are you going to be excited about? Mm -hmm. And in reality, like you said, I agree with you 100%. If you're not following your passion or your heart or what it is that, you know, feeds your soul, money's not going to make you happy. It's just going to chain you down to the systems you put yourself in. 100%. One thing that people don't understand is if they make a lot of money real fast because it's what they want, they're now afraid of losing their money. So the thing that they wanted most becomes the prison that they stand in. Yep. Who's coming yep. after my money? Who's taking it? The government's coming after it. Money is a false God. Why bow to a false God? 
Yeah. And I think it's just because, again, like you talked about, the training people have been in, the uh, American dream where you're supposed to get the house, the picket fence, make the money, 2.5 kids or whatever. But like you've been saying, Adam, you need to figure out what is it that you really want to do? Who do you want to touch? What do you want to what is it that you want to feed your soul, you know, and go after that? Absolutely. And there are people that can be listening to this and, and you'll tell, you know, you can tell a scarcity mindset because they're like, you know, I've had this question before. Well, how can you talk about, how can you, how can you charge $25,000 um, and, 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 and tell people that money's irrelevant? Well, this is how most coaching works. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're considering hiring a coach, there are coaches that are 500, 5,000, 10,000, 25,000, half a million dollars. Right, somebody who's out there earning ten million dollars a year isn't going to hire a five thousand dollar coach. They're going to hire a five hundred thousand dollar coach. Yep, and that coach is synonymous with doing more. To put that into a simpler position, if you're going to, if you want to learn how to hockey, like to skate, to play hockey, to skate, right? You don't hire Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player of all time, to teach you how to skate. Right? You hire a multitude of coaches, and you get good at the game. You get better at the game, and then when you're an elite player in the game. You hire Wayne Gretzky to make you better. Mm-hmm. So coaching and what you pay for your coach is synonymous with what you believe in yourself and that you get the best results, the best results that way. Another way you could look at it is grades. You don't go into school and jump immediately to grade 12. You have to learn. You have to be indoctrinated well up to grade 12. You know, you have to spend 12 years in there eating the bullshit for you to understand that the rest of your life doesn't have to be the way that they've laid it out for you. Remember too, ladies and gentlemen, that school isn't teaching you anything other than how to memorize a story that's being fed to you. Yep. yep. And I think, and I think that's a good point where what you're talking there, people have to get to the level, like I'm talking about right now so that they can breathe and start to, you know, figure out what they want to do, challenge things and become who they are. And then there's more levels and more levels and more levels as you go. And I think even beginning to open yourself up to the possibilities or ideas that, you know, everything we've been taught hasn't really been the truth. It's been the truth that they're trying to feed you instead of, well, it could be this way. It could be that way, but we just don't even critical think anymore or challenge the system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that very good. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, we're not done, but I always like to do this in the middle. Where can people find you at? I'm not currently promoting anything, um, but if you guys want to find out a little bit more about what we're up to uh, or just some random motivation throughout your day, uh, you can head over to the mentalmasteryalliance.com. Uh, all of our links run off that, the podcast, the, the Instagram, the Facebook, all that sort of stuff runs off of there. Um, but yeah, so that's it. All of, you know, everything's kind of there and, and what we're doing and how we're up to everything. Um, it is a great place to be, to check out, to see. Uh, it's forever being updated. But yeah, so it's just simply the mentalmasteryalliance.com. No, that's perfect. And I wanted to go back to, because you mentioned like, well, why would you charge 25,000? Again, we're talking about like in sales or anything like that. It's a made up number. People pay a grand for an iPhone. Some people would pay 200 bucks for it. It's just the value you're associating with the service you're giving. And if you want to acquire, like you said, higher clientele, you charge more, you get a higher end client. You charge less, you get a lower end client. It doesn't make them good or bad. It's just how you're positioning it. Yeah. It's, it's your worth. It's your worth. I mean, there are people that I, like my, my teachings would be wasted on, but then there are people that have gone through a lot of shit that would then say, okay, I need, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And I've gone up, I've had, I've had higher end clientele, lower end clientele, 
it's not like you said, it's not about the person. It's about how you feel and how you interact. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, all of my offers stem from like, I personally, I only take 10 clients a year and I work with them specifically until, you know, it, it's literally only takes a year, but we change their life in a year. And that is, you know, that is tried and true. So if I'm only working with 10 people a year, I know that my, what I'm physically pulling in is 250 K. Mm-hmm. Right. And then with that, I have to make my investments. I have to make my trades. I have to have more fun, but ladies and gentlemen, I work a grand total of 10 hours a week in my business. And the rest of the time is working on my business is working mm-hmm. on me is becoming a better person is learning is growing is, 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 is having fun pre COVID. I was traveling, right? You can work from anywhere. You can work from anywhere. That's got Wi-Fi. Yep. Or yep. internet. Whatever. And that makes sense. And then when you're doing that, you're able to put a lot more time and effort into someone than say a coach that has like, 100, 300 people, you know, you have 10 clients, but they're getting the best version of you with what you're trying to do for them. And I will never, ever change that. I will never need to be a Tony Robbins. I will never need to be a mainstream person. I will never need to be anyone with a bullseye on my back. If I've done my job correctly, nobody knows I've existed and people all around me are better off for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's, that's the best way to do it. Like my entire business is word of mouth. Um, so my clients, tell other people and this, that, and the other thing. And so whenever I do an interview or whenever we do an intake or what have you, um, for the most part, it's just me interviewing the person to see if the personality works. I mean, but no, that's that- where the Alliance comes from because the Alliance, the Alliance, the mental mastery Alliance is also a, a network of coaches. So because of our marketing system and the way it works, if people come through us, there's a coach for them. Excuse me. There's a coach for them in the network. There's, we have thousand dollar coaches, $500 coaches. Well, no, five, I think the lowest we have is a thousand dollar coaches, you know? Um, but we have coaches that run the gamut, men, women, uh, we have professional sports players, names you would know. Um, you know, we, we've built this specifically for anyone who's ever asked the question. Right. And that's the coolest thing. Cause once you, once you get to ask questions and then if you get on the phone with me or one of our other guys, you don't like us. That's cool, man. There's no, not, there's no rush. And that's one of the most beautiful things that I ever came across. Cause I came out of uh, high ticket sales. Mm-hmm. And don't be ready, but nobody's trying to take your money. Everyone's just trying to, do what's best for them and live in a copacetic drama-free life. We're too old for drama. You yes. want it, get it. You don't want it, hum and ha and waste your time. One way or the other, you're going to do something. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm in the high ticket sales background as well. So I sold oil and gas sales um, investments. Now I sell multi-year contracts for a, a company doing like dedicated fiber internet. So no, I, I get that. Like You have to just treat people right and ask. Don't, don't play the other games with them and they'll, they'll respect it more. Now you did break up there for a second. I think it was a computer thing. So I missed a hair of what you said. Where did I break up? Um, you said you did high ticket sales and you went out and then you came back in. Eh, we'll just move on. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good thing about this. I mean, you can always come back and it, it's just fluid and um, 
Uh, I like to ask this questions of every one of my guests. It's just kind of like a fun kind of make you think question. And I think your answer is going to be kind of cool. So if you could go back in time as far as you wanted to go or go in the future as far as you wanted to go and spend one year with anyone you wanted and learn whatever you wanted, and then you get to come back here, where would you go and what would you learn? And this is me today with my knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go chill with my dad, a 33-year-old version of my dad. That's probably what I would do. I would figure out what made him tick and why he did what he did. Not like in a good or a bad way, but what made him tick. I lost my dad when I was 27. So actually, in hindsight, I'll go back to a 27-year-old version of my dad and see what he would have done. And at 27, he was just having my sister. So I would have basically been chilling with my entire family back then. I would have nice. been a border. It would have been nice. Got to meet everybody. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, anything else you want to leave my guests with? Any thoughts, comments, ideas? If you guys are serious about making a change, if you guys are serious about making a push, do it. Shut the fuck up and do it. Because it literally comes down to you. You are the only person that can accelerate your happiness. And you are the only person that can hold you back. So quit telling yourself a bullshit story and just get going. I love that's that. My, that's my advice, man. That's that literally, that's not one piece of advice that you hear once. Tell that shit to yourself every fucking day. Yep. Get up, get going. It's up to yep. you. Whatever you want, it's entirely up to you. You can have everything. That shit used to piss me off hearing that. You can have whatever you want. Oh yeah. What about burp, 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 burp. <laughs> right? you just you limited can. yourself? Yep. You can yep. yep. drop your sarcasm, drop your bullshit, drop your weak ass stories and get out there and get it done. Yep. Three steps towards your dream every day. Get you a lot farther than dreaming, thinking or complaining with it. No, I appreciate that. Thank you again, Adam, for being on my show. This has been fun. Um, bringing out a lot of great different things again, check him out um, on his Instagram, the mental Alliance. Is that correct? It's Instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Mental Mastery Alliance. Perfect. The website again is mentalmasteryalliance.com. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. We're there. I don't have much of a presence on Facebook. I never really paid much attention to it. Uh, I've done most of my work with the podcast and with the, uh, with the Instagram. I like to have a lot of fun. I like to have a lot of laughs. I like to poke fun. Um, and, you know, if you're an angry person, come check it out. If you're a happy person, come check it out. Either way, anything that you have to say about anything that isn't you is a reflection of you. So be careful with what you say to anyone out there, anywhere. <laughs> now that's perfect. Thank you again for being on the show. And uh, thank you again for coming on the 150K podcast where we help you take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Uh, and we'll talk next time. Thank you.